Previously in the Reclaimers, the team made their way to Sunset Manor. Jackie's grandfather was visited by a man in a costume resembling a cat with a pole, who quickly left. Omega distracted the elderly man by having him tell stories, but when Casey took his phone, he got agitated and threw them out of his room. Omega stepped up to defend Jackie from some mean comments, he said, and comforted her outside of the home. One Up went to talk to another senior citizen and found a person on the TV that was an apparent supervillain by the name Speedrun. What's the deal with this new villain? Find out in Vigilance Number 4 Large Cats and Raw Meat. City. You can call me Elliot because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns, and you can find me on the Twitter at Podcaster Elliot. I will be your GM as we continue playing Masks, A New Generation. Joined today by... What's good, everybody? I'm Anita. I'm in a silly, goofy mood today, and I use she, her pronouns. You can find me at Anita the Lesbian on the Twitters and the TikToks. Today I will be playing Omega Lanu. They are the soldier playbook. Hi everyone. I'm JV. Uh, my pronouns are they and she. I am playing Jackie Cuervo Daz, the legacy. Hello, hello. My name is Nika. I use they, he pronouns. And I'm playing Casey Everett, aka Technojack, who uses they, she pronouns. And I'm also in a silly, goofy mood. Hey, everybody. I'm Allie, rounding out the troop of silly, goofy mood havers. I am playing Joy Joyso Southbridge, a.k.a. 1UP, the Janice playbook. Joy uses she-they pronouns. 1UP uses they-them pronouns. Allie uses she-they or any pronouns you like. You can find me on social at Allie underscore Yakta underscore Est. Vigilance number four starts with the same shot that we saw at the end of number three. The overhead shot of downtown Infinity City. The street is crowded with cars and traffic going both directions, but notably now going flying through the air as there is a multicolored blur streaking through the street knocking cars and pedestrians out of the way as they charge through downtown traffic. We have been informed by a local newscaster that this is a villain that goes by the name of Speedrun, and I believe that 1UP was off to find out more about them at the end of our last issue. After at least sending a text to the other folks, 1UP is finding a place to change out of their relatively feeble disguise that they took to the retirement home last time. There's a panel of changing from that costume into 1UP's true uniform in like a secluded gas station or something like that. And then it's just 1UP like bounding from building to building 
using their double jumps and all of their best platforming abilities to try to find a building that has a good vantage point, honestly, like similar to what that news helicopter was showing of the chaos being caused by speedrun. Technojack doesn't have any abilities to go super fast, unlike one up or speedrun. So I think Technojack would have to try to do the ye old car hacking trick again if if they can spot any electric cars. We get the throwback to the very first issue of the Reclaimers where Technojack hacked an ARC car. We see Casey's face be oh like they are hesitating, but then they also look at one up and our new enemy friend enemy just like get smaller and smaller in the distance and just go like ah fuck it and hack the car because they have to try to keep up with that pace it looks like one up kind of like hopping from scaffolding to the side of a building to like holding a you know wall jump for a second on the side of a building just trying to get that good vantage point and see it we get the view from one up's eyes it very much reads whether it does to one up it does on the comic page as like a heads up display as if they were using like eagle vision in assassin's creed so things are like highlighting the tracks of speedrun and the various cars are being sort of like mapped on the road in front of them and you do notice that speedrun seems to be tailing one car in particular as this car turns speedrun turns and there's just too many turns in a row to be coincidence so you know that the quickest way to end this would be to either get the car to a place where speedrun couldn't follow or to stop speedrun from being able to move. I think that once 1UP has sort of like locked into the car, I think that what 1UP is going to do next is kind of continue to leap from building to building, but this time moving forward as opposed to up. And as 1UP hopefully gets closer, I think that 1UP is hoping that even though speedrun is using super speed, the traffic will hold them up enough for 1UP to catch up. But as 1UP is jumping from building to building, if 1UP ever gets ahead of speedrun but still behind the car, we'll try to bring down the scaffolding that they are jumping from to get in speedrun's way. Could I maybe try to, like, get, like, neck to neck with them, like, a street race to maybe distract them a bit so one up gets the jump on them hey speed runner they look over at you and like you can see their eyebrows arch and they just say it's speed run and at that point i want to cut to one up the panel is one up just touching this last fire escape and using the momentum from having like just touched it to explode off of it and grab the side of it and wrenching it off with them. 
And I, I think 1UP is trying very hard not to destroy any property, but kind of just to like clatter it down on the ground enough in front of speedrun that they have to take like an evasive maneuver to get out of the way of, you know, the kind of debris that that crashes down with this fire escape. The Knojak, we see them like see this fire escape coming down and Technojack is going like shit, 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 because they realize there's no way they can avoid this fire escape now. But they also remember how everything went last time they crashed one of these things. So we see the car do a really tight curve. And instead of it slowing down in any way, it just continues going and in a very cool way, jumps over the entire fire escape. And as the car is jumping, we see Technojack's face be like, oh, shit. But when the car comes down, their expression is more like, I meant to do that. Yes, that's exactly what I planned. I was not scared for my life at all. <laughs> as this car flips through the air, we see Speedrun jump up, face through the car grab the person inside of it and face through the other side, spin in the air and whip this civilian in the direction of 1UP. Back with Jackie and Omega. Omega will just say, Oh, so you think that the cat person dressed in the vet outfit has something to do with what happened to your father? I really, really do. I think we should, I think we need to find them. But if we do that, I think I'm, mm, I think I'm also going to need to go back home and get my suit, which I really should have brought with me. Oh, that is all right. I'm, I'm excited. You have been taking care of Samantha, yeah? I've wanted to meet the lion for a little while, so this will be a fun trip. Yeah, absolutely. Oh boy. Are, how how do you feel about large cats and large quantities of raw meat? You can see them sort of like visibly brighten up. Like they've been through a lot today and they've like sort of been feeling a bit worn down, but like at the prospect of like seeing Samantha like Face brightens, like, sort of stands up a little straighter and says, I feel very positively about large cats and raw meat. <laughs> fabulous. Abs fabulous. Excellent. Let's head on over there. Sure. Shall we wait for, I haven't seen Techno Jack and uh, one up in a while. Checks, checks their phone. Magpie, do you know who Speedrun is? Huh. I don't think I do. Hmm. Does it seem dangerous? I think Omega will go ahead and text and be like, need backup? Question mark? We follow that text into the pocket of 1UP, fade out, and see 1UP getting just a whole dude thrown at them. What 1UP would do is kind of just 
try to stay as grounded in the ground as possible is going to attempt some energy absorption from around them and is just like trying to like strengthen and like plant themselves strongly enough that they can catch this dude without you know injuring them both very badly just like attempting to do sort of like a fireman carry and get like as best as possible like catch his legs in my one hand and kind of like get around his back with my other hand but i definitely think that that means that one up takes a full blow of guy straight to the chest yeah this guy hits you the two of you like tumble over onto the ground you've blocked enough of his momentum that like he doesn't get hurt but you were like sprawled out on the ground for a moment as Technojack sees speedrun touch down to the ground. Technojack, now that you've got a good chance to look at speedrun clearly, and they're not moving at the speed of a car, I'm just going to give a brief bio of them. They do use they-them pronouns. They're wearing a bodysuit that covers all of their skin except for their eyes and, like, the little circle around the mouth area. The bodysuit is, of course, in standard gamer colors of red and black. They look like their bodysuit was made by Razer or one of those video game companies that's very on-brand. They turn to look over at you since 1UP has been taken out of the picture, and they say, just what the hell do you think you're doing? I was in the middle of something. You were running between cars. Like, that's it's a dangerous situation. You know how it is. When dangerous situations happen to normal people like this, we have to do something about it. That's like a part of our job description. Yeah, in case you haven't noticed, I'm not exactly normal. And as they say that, Technojack sees that they, the only way to describe it is they glitch. They move slightly to the left, slightly to the right, and then settle back into the middle of where they were, as if they were playing on a very laggy internet connection. Elsewhere in town. So we see on the panel, Omega and Jackie going to the abandoned amusement park that was once the reclaimer's base and we see somehow in the interim time that they've grabbed a giant bag of seemingly raw meat of some type i don't particularly know what kind but suspiciously raw meat and we get another panel of them opening the door and being greeted by Samantha, the incredibly adorable large cat that they just sort of have in the base, who's very, very, very excited to see them. Samantha comes up and, like, charges at Jackie and, like, 
it's one of those fake-out scenes from TV shows where Samantha charges looking like she's gonna tackle Jackie, but then just, like, does the cat thing and sort of figure-eights around Jackie's legs. There is a panel of just, like, Omega holding their face and just, like, a very big, like, gasp sort of, like, <laughs> circle appears over the head and just Omega loves this cat and is sort of, like, tentatively trying to, like, is this a good time? Can I, can I pet Samantha? Can I meet Samantha? I would like to meet Samantha, but, like, doesn't know how to approach this lion. Samantha is a lion. If you are the one to present Samantha with raw meat, she will almost definitely at least be on the path to liking you. I ask Jackie for the bag of treats. Jackie just simply extends the bag to you as a whole, just the whole thing. So Omega takes the bag of treats from Jacqueline and sort of like gets to eye level with this big cat, whether they have to like kneel down a little or if they can just stand up straight, they try to speak slowly and calmly and say, reach into the bag and say, hello, my name is Omega, tosses a slob a slab of meat and says, it is very good to meet you. And just is talking to this lion as they throw meat and feed them. And I think Jacqueline, you see Omega is so very excited and hyped to be like able to interact with Samantha. Jackie is smiling from ear to ear. This is a lovely, lovely moment. So Jackie's going to slip into the other room as all that's going on. And she's going to look at the wall where there are three pictures sort of hanging up. One of them is the original crow suit from her great-grandfather. And the next one is the one from her grandfather. And the third one is her dad in his suit. And there are a bunch, we see a panel with a bunch of sort of sketches and designs for another version of this suit. One that is a little less masculine than the other ones were. And we see a couple panels of a couple designs that were almost there, but didn't quite work. Then we see Jackie hold up the one design sort of in a way where we can't, like, see the actual thing on the page, but we see, like, a close-up of her face. Take a look at the design, sort of nod and smile. And then turn around and look at the... at this sort of little mannequin that she has in there that has the actual costume on it. Which, again... We still don't fully see, but we do see its sort of general shape. In the middle of a fight. One up, you have been hit in the chest with a whole guy. He whole stands man. up and is just going to run unless you do something to stop him. This man's been through enough. I don't think what up will force him to stay here any longer. I'll, I'll just kind of like shove him down and let him let him run away. 
All right. And then I think you are sort of, like, aware enough to see Speedrun talking to Technojack in time for them to say, in case you haven't noticed, I'm not exactly normal, and then they glitch. One Up definitely, like, clocks this. I think there's a whole panel of, like, One Up just barely being seen. Really, Joy's face barely being seen through One Up's visor, and it's just, like, complete shock at this. Casey, we see a close-up of their face. They are clearly intrigued, but also what's going on through their head is, like, oh, this person has probably had something bad happen to them. So now they're like acting out basically. So I'm going to try to talk some reason into them. I am really interested in what's going on with them, but I don't want to try to antagonize them anymore. So what's Casey actually saying is like, normal is like, it's a relative concept anyway. So... What's going on here? Why are you running all around here? I mean, we don't have to fight if you if you want to talk about it, you know, you know? To really sell this, Technojack is going to open the visor on their helmet so uh, Speedrun can see my actual face to make me more humanizing. They look at Technojack and then sort of over their shoulder to one-up and they just say, Inside of that car was supposed to be a cure for... And they glitch again? Sort of jump from the left to the right and then back into the middle as they gesture towards themselves and say, This. And you stopped it. And... Now I don't know when I'm going to get another shot at it, and I'm stuck like this, and that's, this isn't, this isn't good. I don't know how long I can live in this state. Where was the truck coming from? It's an architect truck. They're developing some, some sort of stabilizer. I don't know the details. I just know that inside of that truck is what I need to be able to stabilize, and you took it away from me. One Up definitely like feels bad about this, but is going to try to kind of like puff up their chest and save face a bit and say, "Maybe you're not the only one who needs something like this. What if we helped you ask for it? What if we helped you get it? Just." By having them give it to you instead of needing to take it and cause all this chaos. They laugh a little bit. It's not a nice laugh. It's very much dismissive and they just say they're not. It's architect. Have you met them before? They don't just give up their proprietary technology. Casey seems like they are thinking for a while and then opens their mouth like Architect are not the only people who can help you with that. I have a contact with certain somebody called Wireframe, you know, the most prominent technological hero of our time, you know, ever heard about him? They look at you and say, I suppose that's a start. Can you set up a meeting? Yeah, sure. 
but you gotta get off this road, you know? People are terrified. They do look at you and just say, Alright, I'm not letting you get away from me though, you're... Both of you, I'm keeping an eye on until I can meet this wireframe. And the more they're talking, you all notice that they are glitching out more often. I think that noticing this, 1UP would like to go up to Speedrun, extend their hand sort of towards Speedrun's shoulder, and 1UP wants to do kind of like an energy pulse sort of thing while touching Speedrun if they will let them to maybe see if 1UP's energy absorption can potentially stabilize Speedrun now that they're glitching more. And I think what up will say something, but all they'll say is, could I try something? It might help with the, with what's happening. What happens is one up reaches out and sort of tries to manipulate energy in the way that they sometimes do to buff themselves or, or try to power themselves up. But something about like the air or energy around speedrun specifically it's almost like a shock like it, it doesn't work for one up to do it and they have to like recoil their hand because it just feels wrong they do recoil their hand it doesn't hurt it feels like if you've ever had like wet hands from washing your hands and touched a light switch and gotten mm -hmm. just like that very small shock but when you look at speedrun they are not quite transparent, but you can definitely see through them a lot more than you should be able to see through a normal human. Back at the abandoned amusement park. The best way I can describe the suit is that if you take the top of the Batwoman suit and the sort of body of Stargirl... It's pretty much that. However, it's got a sort of gold detailing around it. The sort of main body color of it is like a dark purple color. There's also, and this is the sort of main difference from the sort of images of the older versions of it that we'd seen before. It, it also has shorts and uh, fishnets, and it also has navy blue on it. But it's got the, the same general family crest on the center of it that resembles a bird in flight. And the only difference on hers from the other ones is that there's a little patch on the bird's wing that is blue and purple, where in previous times it's just sort of been purple. Omega, at first, very entranced and invested in like meeting samantha but i think as the magpie sort of like enters and sort of comes to the edge of omega's vision i think omega is going to stand up just like drop the bag of meat stand up look a little slack-jawed for a second and just say, 
That is a super suit fit for a paragon of the city. Thanks. I think after a moment, Omega is going to think, oh, I probably said something weird. And we'll sort of... <clears throat> so, we, we need to find the cat with the pole. Yes, yeah? the pole cat. We should go looking for him. I Omega is going to definitely just, like, give Samantha a good, healthy, like, couple of pats before exiting the interior place that they're in and trying to find some sort of high ground to, like, be able to smell a lot of the city all at once. And I will say that there is a Ferris wheel sort of setup thing in this abandoned amusement park. And Omega is going to climb to the top of it. And they are going to just sit, like, moment of stillness, the wind, like, passing through, like, trying to block out the noises of the city and catch just a faint, like, at least the area of the very distinctive smell that we last tracked the polecat with. As Omega rides up to the top of this Ferris wheel with Jackie sitting next to them, you do notice that this smell, this feeling, is coming from several miles away from where you're at. You can sort of generally pinpoint it to sort of the dock area, the sort of shipping and receiving buildings in that area. Which the magpie would remember from a early confrontation in the Reclaimers arc, where their dad got electrocuted by Technojet. Omega, like is up there for a good minute, sort of opens up their eyes and says, it seems like there is a similar sense coming from the docks down Zatfei, but also there are lots of weird smells in this city. We might be looking at the supplier there the poor cat gets their tool belt. I'm not completely sure that is where the poor cat is, but we might be able to learn more about what the belt is, and that might lead us hmm. to them. Well, that's certainly something. We can definitely go there and check it out. Also, not for nothing, that is where my dad found out about back when I was the raven. That's where my dad found out. So it'll be quite interesting if he's there. Oh, my dad must hate the docks. Oh, boy. Well, I am your teammate, and I have your back. Mm -hmm. Again, checks the text messages. Like, are we getting anything about what's happening? It goes back to 1UP, who is texting, bringing this person, question mark, question mark, question mark, to wireframe, and then shooting it off to the group chat. One up, as you do that, you watch as your hands glitch to the left, 
to the right and then in the middle, and your phone falls to the ground and clatters. No! Infinity City is an Elliot Andrews production and was edited by Elliot. The rights to all characters, locations, and ideas presented in this episode belong to the person that created them. If you want to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash elliotandrews or by telling a friend about us. Stay up to date on this and other shows. Follow us on Twitter at Elliot Presents, on TikTok at Elliot Andrews Productions, or join our Discord, linked in the show.